Hey, good people. It's another week with your girls, Natty Fresh. And Nina. And this is Blunt or Bougie. Blunt or Bougie. Blunt or Bougie. This week, we have our very good friend and special guest, Kat, a.k.a. the Bougie Guru. And uh, we'll be talking about a lot of different stuff. A shit ton of different stuff. Again, email holla at blondabougie.com with any questions, uh, like advice stuff, if you want advice from us. And, uh, you know, whatever. Just do what it is. Yeah, just hit us up, whatever. Um, And yeah, blondabougie.com, all the regular stuff. (laughs) So let's start with Miley What's Good. Molly, 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 what's good? Yeah, a lot's happened. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. The thing is, like, if you watch her show, she's very, like, it's kind of clear that she puts herself into her characters. And, like, Hannah's kind of a shithead. And, like, so it wouldn't surprise of course we're gonna see lena dunham be a shithead like in reality sometimes i mean the thing about being a shithead in reality is this you get paid good money to sound smart yeah and to sound different okay well in this instance you sounded hella dumb and basic as fuck so that's why i'm like bruh (laughs) <laughs> don't fucking do not take my kindness for weakness i pay not really for your show oh my gosh and that is why so that's not really your hbo to go password or regardless <laughs> we're close friends <laughs> and that doesn't matter because at the end of the day i subscribe yeah and, and i do I watch the show retweet shit you 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 put up knowing that like before this person like i'm so big okay well first let's go over what happened all right so she was sitting next to uh odell beckham odell beckman jr got that right um this fine ass carefree black boy and i fucking love him yeah because he's he's he dances on the field and stuff she sat next to him at the met gala and i guess she was kind of saying um let me um i don't want to mess up her words black man i'm sorry let Uh, me put some respect on your name she said it was so amazing because it was like he looked at me and he determined that I was not the shape or w- of a woman by his standards Dunham told Schumer referencing Odell's apparent indifference to her presence the vibe is pretty much like do I want to fuck it is she wearing a uh, yep it's a tuxedo I'm going back to my cell phone um, I guess the idea that he wasn't like just looking at his phone the whole time and like not really noticing her probably didn't even know who she was because like I doubt is, he watches girls I don't, know. I don't know even if he does watch his girls I don't know that I talk to people on a regular basis that I don't that I don't know. know. And what, like, thing. you know, so what, everyone has to want to talk to you? What's, and I'm like, more thing? importantly, more importantly, even if he did want to talk to you, he may actually be into you. But the fucking fact that you do shit like this is maybe why he had the foresight not to speak to you because you tend if to he does watch the show. people's fucking words if he does watch the show which i'm sure he may or may not have but mm-hmm. regardless maybe he just didn't want to talk to you because he's heard about this shit you or maybe do. he just didn't want to and that's fine 
And that's also true. Why is it, like, I would never sit next to somebody, no matter who it is, and be like, oh, he didn't talk to me, so obviously he just didn't like the way I looked. And, you know, he was judging me with all his misogynistic, like, what the fuck, girl? She also was talking about how she was trying to grind on Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan. And I'm like, homegirl, homegirl. Okay. Well. You parade around on a platform you created and you promote that your imperfect body is just as lovable as anything else, right? Mm-hmm. So in real life, <laughs> when people who like Odell Beckman Jr., as well as Michael B. Jordan for certain roles, I don't know, like the last one he didn't get n- fucking nominated an Oscar for. Yeah. Who dedicate a sincere amount of time to their physical fitness don't find themselves as attracted to you mentally and or physically because you don't see in a sense what they see as being one of the most important facets of their being and of their of their day-to-day routines I can I can understand how they don't have the same interest as you yeah. but you couldn't see that all you saw was that someone who you thought wouldn't I like know, you didn't like, like you and I was like well listen what is it do like you, to be do you honestly like them or are you just upset that they didn't like you cuz I've never seen someone like Odell Beckman Jr or Michael B Jordan on your show I've never seen you as a love interest with anyone who looks like either of them just well uh and in general I've never seen them on Glover. any publication you've ever had just once you know they had that one conversation about race that was really good to be honest but Donald then that Glover was kind of it does not look I think like just either Michael Williams, B. Jordan or Odell Beckman Jr. obviously not <laughs> obviously not um no. and I'm like but would that be love him down but what are we like, saying to be fair like, he, she hasn't had like Zac Efron on the show like it'd be almost the equivalent because like they're you know what I mean like they're not anyway like she apologized and um her apology I think was kind of at first she like tweeted about it and that wasn't really good because she was just like saying oh it was a joke and I was like no but you definitely tried to insinuate that he was like a misogynistic asshole but then she apologized again and like she went into like the whole like thing about like white men accusing black men of things and like she she basically said I don't know it was a good apology I guess you know this is part of her thing she's self-aware too right she's self-aware enough to write her her uh stuff and it's still you know I guess that's why I watch it it's still a good show um but this stuff like this makes me annoyed and it makes me like why do I even watch you know like when I read this stuff I'm just like ugh girl really when I read and then I watch your show anyway and it doesn't have people that look like me and I'm just like that's my thing Lena Dunham don't forget I feel like I'm already stretching to do that look like me and I'm like here's the thing I I subscribe okay Mm -hmm. I subscribe so you should chill on like all of the things you want to say about some of the coolest black dudes i feel like in our age range yeah as well as in the community coming up right now like i'm like they're like, cool dudes and you wanna and you wanna this, um like come on let's talk about this dude uh colin kaepernick colin kaepernick is bae all right right now that's what i said um Pro, let go let grow yeah he did a lot of things recently like kind of switched it up a little bit on us um he like uh now obviously everyone's heard about everyone everyone's assholes like in a fucking like knot over uh Colin Kaepernick deciding that he didn't want to stand up for the national anthem or not yeah the national anthem that's right 
Um, ugh, I don't know. I feel like we talked about this a little bit in the Black Lives Matter episode. Like, why would you have to understand why some people don't like see the hypocrisy in Land of the Free, Home of the Brave a little better than other people do? That's really it. I feel as though when people are upset at someone for taking a stand, they will be upset at you for declaring that you don't see what they see. And I think that that's really what it comes down to. I think that with Colin Kaepernick... um, You think it's declaring? Do you think it's like they really don't see it? No, 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 no. I think two things. I think that... When they look at someone like Colin Kaepernick, they are like, listen, you are our guy. Yeah. You don't say shit like this. You're our guy. And then second, second, I think, think they think, well, you don't, you don't know what it's like to have someone who fought in the military and that's why i'm like those are the two things that they consistently use in defense of any political like any political outrage there's so many veterans who have come out and been like i support his uh, right to do this This is what we went to fight for anyway right or what we say we went to fight for we all know that like what you're really fighting for doesn't really serve those interests unfortunately but that's what the the belief is that we're all going to keep telling ourselves. I feel like a lot of this is just people just not really, really kind of wanting to close their eyes. They, it feel, makes you feel really uncomfortable when you have to think, oh, wait, I'm sitting here feeling like, you know, this patriotism that like, oh, God. <laughs> this patriotism that like, uh, I don't know, that other people can't feel because they feel the reality of this not being true a little harder than I do. I think that people, and I do think also people feel a little bit of an ownership over like people they watch and they feel like their bodies are, I don't know. I think that there's something. They do that. They do that to everyone though. They do that to artists. They do that to actresses. They do that to fucking athletes. They do do it to everybody. That's true, but I think there's something to be said about the like relationship between people using their bodies to like for for labor like watching them physically use their bodies and i guess feeling ownership over it and we've seen it happen a lot with like i mean we've seen it happen with um artists and and uh, actors for sure but at the level which we like completely ostracize athletes it's a little crazy like and it happens over and over again it's happened for a long time i just think that's kind of nuts like it is we like for us and to, it happens in a lot of it happens in a lot of different sports yeah, I think boxing is a huge yeah man over look they were tight when Muhammad Ali was like I don't want to go to war because I'm not going to fight for a country who what did he say who took land from the right. red mitt like I don't want to go into it because it's it's but, extreme but yeah I don't want to no. mess it up but. I think that at the end of the day Colin Kaepernick is someone that I can completely stand for in every sense of the word simply because he sees through the hypocrisy and he sees through the bullshit and he's like listen and i know i can't stand for this but i will kneel for these freaking troops that you are telling me oh, have died for also, our country and i'm like all right seattle so Seahawks. these people are still trying to come at him and i'm like listen they're gonna do it too it. right mm-hmm. they decide to take a stand as well um the whole team steph curry has spoken out in support a lot of people have spoken out in support because people fucking get it like when especially when you have to live it you get it and i think that um 
we're gonna see more of that. I don't. I. I'm glad people are saying that, and I've heard. I don't know anything about football, y'all, but like I've heard people say that apparently this is not as be- like the best season or whatever that he's had, or like he's not as good as he used to be, or whatever. And so people think that he's looking for like headlines. I don't know whether that's true or not, because um, I don't really know anything about him. I but I don't think I you would don't really give a shit to be honest for because, for looking for headlines. And I'll, yeah, because that's a huge statement, and he had yeah. to know that. And like honestly, regardless of whether it is, I don't like. It's obvious that he feels this way for genuinely, regardless of when he decide to speak up and I'm glad that it's becoming not cool to be quiet I'm right. glad that people have and to like, like talk and now. the fact that troops are literally saying like listen listen you guys are talking about bashing the free speech that he has yeah like we're not upset as much as y'all are and the thing is is again he kneels for all of those who fought for us he yeah. does he just will not this is stand an protest, for the national man. how can you not anthem? see that this is exactly what people are and fighting I'm like, for this how is can you what even we use are, that argument this is what we are entitled to this is what how we are we supposed to protest like what acceptable way is there for. to protest because I feel like every single way it's done it's criticized whether it's peaceful whether it's not whether it's sitting out like this is completely patriotic anyway speaking of patriotic shout out to Michelle Obama's booty remember in essence whoo Wow, she's been that doing huge. squats since yeah. day one. Clearly, they decided to they waited the to like House. a little bit like, close to the end of the term to like show us. And, she you know. got in the fucking White House and she was like, "Listen, squat master, we're gonna do this shit," and she put in work. And by the end of this term, eight years later, the people will see. Right, because imagine not being able to wear anything we that shows your booty. Night, Nothing, like, like you can't wear anything that shows it. That she's sucks. like, "I'm about to be out." In my 50s, bitch. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, she looked beautiful in those pictures. Like, they were really, they really looked like a beautiful couple. Um, they are. Chicago beautiful people. Um, like Kanye wanted for his uh, Yeezy season four. Um, it's kind beautiful, of funny. I want to talk about how like, I came across this. Women only. I was like reading, I was just scrolling Twitter, like on the train or whatever. And like, I came across the, like, like the casting call and I didn't really look at everything I just kind of skimmed it before and I was like oh wow this is in New York that's what's up and I remember um then I went to the top and it was like um multiracial models only and it was funny because I was with my boyfriend and he was kind of like oh maybe you should do it um like and I mean not like honestly not seriously because like I don't do that stuff like that but uh like he was just kind of a joke and like the multiracial part of it I was like yeah but no technically actually I am multiracial right but like I'm pretty sure. I just read the multiracial part. And I was like, that's not what they mean. If they mean if they put multiracial there, they don't mean me. And I think that like I can't be the only person who thought that when they first read it because most black people in this country are multiracial. Everybody has a Cherokee grandmother, right? Like everybody has like, you know, a mom or, or you know, somebody I think in their family. That fucking Kanye West knew what he was talking about when he wrote it. And I think that when the girl showed out, as well as like the backlash that he definitely heard from his press team came out, yeah. that he was going to put <laughs> right a bunch of brown girls in that video. And that's what it was going to be. And I don't think that. I don't think that a lot of brown girls didn't show up, and that's why I think that he didn't not pick them. But I am like, if you if you if you can go on a, a publication, 
of renowned publications such as Vogue, you know, and say things like, you know, I, how do, how do you describe in words various kinds of black? How do you word that exactly? How do you said. word that exactly? Like, like, how do you word that you want? Let me look. How do you word quote. that you want exactly what the fuck you just said? Yeah. Like, how do you say that? It's almost as though you take what you just said and you just say that again. Yeah. And that's what you say. And I don't. It's weird. Yeah, because you just say like, just that. When you and tweet I don't. Something, and you don't necessarily say multiracial because so that does include, like I said, most of us in this country are multiracial. Like most people in this country are multiracial. Yeah, I don't but like, know. If, like, um, you put a lot of brown girls in that video, in that, sorry, in that uh, <clears throat> fashion fashion show. So I feel like. I heard it was really nice too. Like, I heard like, they were all really beautiful and stuff. Yeah. I didn't see it. But you know, I don't watch stuff like that really. I don't care about fashion. There but, were like a lot of videos from it on Instagram as well as on feel like Facebook and Twitter but um I feel as though yeah you definitely could just say what you said yeah that was pretty much it said it yeah invoke because then everybody would have been like oh I understand because he wants all various types of black people yeah because that's all you have to say because I had to show that you know what I mean because I was like oh oh okay you know what I mean? So, like, if you identify as black, or you be whatever you want to call yourself, but you identify as black, like, you're going to show out. Like, but you had to say something a bit more, like, inconspicuous, and then say that you meant this. And I'm like, that even fit into 140 characters. Yeah, it's it's really not that hard to say. I don't Various think. kinds of black women. <laughs> yeah. Like, that fits into 140 Various characters. Various hues. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so let's talk about Chris Brown. Um, again, poor, poor, poor this Brown. time, um, not necessarily, uh, you know, I was suspicious at first as I should be because it's Chris Brown and let's be real. Like we haven't read a lot of wise decisions from him, but, uh, it looks like, uh, this girl, Bailey Curran, Curran, Curran I don't know how to say her name. Um, Bailey. she claimed that Chris Brown pulled a gun on her while she was inside his home. Like Won't when she, she went there for like some type of get together, Ray J was in attendance and they decided that, uh, they were going to bring out some jewelry that they were going to sell. And she looked at the jewelry and I guess that she like touched it and he pulled out a gun and was like, you know, get the fuck away from my jewelry. And she like insulted it. And apparently there was some business where she tried to get her phone back and they tried to get her to sign something. And she like grabbed her phone and ran. Um, it sounds a little like, mm, it sounds far-fetched to it me. It sounds to me And also, like... with considering the fact that her roommate or someone, I think it was her ex-friend, clearly they're not friends anymore, um, came out and talked about how she it's wanted to Regina do George exactly Cheers. that to him, frame him, and get him back for whatever. So, I don't know. Um, this is just... She seems like someone I would never trust in a in a dark alley mm -hmm. but as well in a dorm room like she seems like that bitch she would steal your loofah because she ran out of like you know washcloths from you know someone else's dorm like it just doesn't seem like the type of person i would want to be around and i'm like if they told you not to touch the shit don't touch the shit it's like a museum why is that hard for you to fucking pay attention to the rules? yeah just don't touch shit like, like it's not your house. I'm like clearly you don't have. The he pass, didn't trust girl. you. He you took your phone. The tickets you would be. You're like a regular you would be guest. Getting kicked out, would you? Like, she probably had an event. And I'm like, right, you were regular. You are a regular. Like we don't know you. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm also like Chris Brown. This is, this is, 
it is so easy to not have friends. Like I don't understand what, and clearly he can't you choose the right. It is like all so... you gotta do is stay to yourself, right? Just that's all do you gotta not do. Not have these it's... people in just in the house, like up in the fucking crib, chilling with your boys. Like you don't need it. Like stop having friends, cause like don't clearly need... you can't. Cho- I'm serious. I would say I would normally say to most people, just keep the one or two <laughs> or three people friends. around you who you know that you can trust. But who knows? Like you know what Listen, I mean? If you're Chris keep Brown, your mother. You just need you know, exactly you around need you. To keep and your daughter and fucking exactly royalty and maybe three other you know perishable goods because you you don't even need that much shit you need and your mom but like that's what you need why you gotta have functions all the time man why can't you just stay to yourself just yeah just chill and there's some like there's something about um because it's kind of fucked up the Cops apparently were at his house all day. He they was on Instagram talking about it. On yeah, they, they were just straight came bullshit. out there was and ridiculous. like he was basically just stuck in for, his house. I don't know what. And they had no warrant. Like, right. I was like, they barricaded his house. Like he at was some like point, fucking OJ Simpson. I was like, Chris what the apparently threw a bag of drugs. <laughs> this what this what I read. They put crew through a bag of drugs and like uh, a weapon or whatever out like the window. Um, I've heard before that that could be for legal reasons. I'm sure that he had his lawyer on the phone the whole time, at least. Like, come on. Dude had some resources. Like, I'm sure he must have... That wasn't just for no reason. I guess maybe it would have been worse if she'd found it. If, like, or he, she... Whoever the cops were had found it, like, on their... Uh, on his property. Who knows? Regardless. Yeah. I feel like, to be honest, I feel bad There's for some Chris combination of, like, why does this always happen to you? And I do um, think they're coming after him in a way that they do not come after other fucking black dudes. Like he is yeah. getting reamed for yeah. The cops like, are in this particular case. Anything right now. Nobody like, else made you do the other things that you did. But like <laughs> the cops in this case seem like they were being a little overzealous, which is not unusual. Um, Tiana what Taylor in Ooh. what was the name of the video? Fame. Fame. Hey. Yeah, it was really, Fame. really like it was good. literally when you watched it. I was I've watched it several times after yeah she's really really uh like i want to go to the gym when i watch her when i watch her i'd be thinking about like an alkaline diet maybe exactly i think about like being some egyptian goddess like just being some like Uh, fucking like fit ass beautiful you know did you see how like she bounced back after having her son exactly like it was like literally the next oh sorry she had a daughter i didn't know um but like bounce back right after having her kid like just like the next day like literally two or three days later she took a picture and loaded it was like witchcraft and i still i don't know what's going on with she's that? literally but i guess you do that if you work out while be, you're exactly pregnant, she's what happens. you aspire to be as a woman physically in every way she and i feel like her and her husband have hot sex it is fucking hot and i feel like they're great people because they're both fit as fuck. Yeah. I, when I am done with my job, I actually go home and eat pizza rolls. And <laughs> I do not yeah. have... I don't even take my dog for a long enough walk. I do take my dog for a pretty long walk. But regardless, not enough to have that body. So I feel like, you know what? I'm not putting in that real gangsta body type work. And you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, she has it. Yeah. Respect. Because... I go home, I do things, and then I'm glad I eat. This is kind of put her like a little bit closer to the forefront too, because she had a really nice R&B album the other year. She did. Um, yeah, it was really cool. and a song with Chris Brown, Blossom, yeah, which was pretty good. Um, so yeah, and also, let's see, Young Thug. 
Um, he oh. is in yeah. a very um, young thugalicious. He it's blue it's like a powder blue gown no i haven't yet i have to the whole album and i was literally like harambe and um what have you harambe is one of the songs oh okay um (laughs) i was like what (laughs) that's one of my faves but honestly i do not know what type of person Young Thug is. He's not one of us, so I don't know. He's an alien. You didn't like the album? No, I don't. I, I like the album, but he's he's not one of us. Like, I think that, um, I don't know, I like his other stuff, so I'm sure I'll like the album the way you I like his like other You will like that. It's like 10 or 12 songs. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, it's a very, um, it's a very, like, a it's a gown basically it's a total dress he's even has like a it looks like something like like a southern bell kind of like a like gone with the wind meets disco ball culture in the 70s i don't know man i don't know what to do about he this. looks but like he has he a whole is straight off of like Django sunshade and that on. he was the slave that got to pick out his own outfit and what he picked out was yeah. the outfit he, that's exactly what he looks like that's exactly um, what he looks like 18 20 he looks like remember how Django picked like, out that like crazy you know outfit I mean? yeah you know what i mean he's just like, like Django. it's like Django's wife picked out a crazy in outfit alabama or mississippi that is what he that's exactly what uh with the candy cane so that is what he looks like yeah, uh carrie washington would have been wearing if she could pick out her own thing that's exactly what it was as fucking uh what what's what was it jefferson had the fucking all the mistresses like regardless this is what this is what this people like were really a lot of people were disturbed um <laughs> on twitter and such i was um, not even disturbed i was literally looking like, at hit i guess you know feeling like there's an agenda out there to no. make black, black men gay oh my god rubs temples um no literally but and this is why i'm like this is why i love young folk because i'm like he is going to come out and literally be everyone's worst nightmare yeah, there's a this little slick ass because when you hear his music on the fucking radio, they're probably like, "Fuck yeah, this is that new shit. This is that dope shit." All these he's singles. also like, and then the second he puts out an album cover, they're like, "The nigga gay," and you're like, "Okay, okay." There's a lot like, of um, stuff like a lot of talk going on about his um, album cover. To be honest, like especially like in different communities, just about like you know how this really does affect gender because there was a time where you could not do this at all like in hip-hop and now you can is that progress some people are saying that the way that it is presented is not progress you know some people are it's kind of complicated i feel like it's progress in certain ways i feel like if you think that he's commercializing it well then that's your perspective but i feel like if you think about it like that's that's why I find it funny, right? Because he's someone who clearly is breaking the boundaries of what you think of gender norms and what you think of gender um, traits, essentially. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I can be this type of rapper, fuck bad bitches, and dress like this. And I'm like, I don't hmm. understand how, as a theme, you can continue to think that hyper masculinity is the 
only form of masculinity because young folks. But it's kind of funny because in his lyrics, in his lyrics, he does have questionable lyrics. That's he for does. sure. That are definitely does. like okay. Um, I was listening to them; they were questionable lyrics. Some of them but I also sound feel straight like... up like, you know, just straight up gay. You know, um, and like. So what if he was anyway? But also. So what if he was right? But I guess. But then there are a lot of other lyrics that people are saying are. You know what? Let's talk about this more in Bonner Bougie because I think that's. Might as well. Yeah, definitely more appropriate for that. Um, yeah, so let's go into Dropper Flap. So this week in Dropper Flop, there's this artist that I've been checking out for a few months now. She's she's on the list. Like she's pretty fucking dope. Um Charlotte Day Wilson. Hmm. Like I don't know if I've heard of her. Tearing it the fuck up, bro. Tearing it the fuck up. She's really? one of those artists that I feel like you have to listen to. She signed to her own label. It's dope. Oh, <laughs> really? Um I first heard her on Hype Machine. Um, the song I heard was work and I was captivated like fuck she's she's born in Toronto fucking killing it in the game to me she's coming to Terminal 5 pretty soon Uh, okay if it's not something you've already been peeped to you should definitely listen she has a very soulful sound it's it's intrinsic in its way, but it's not like <laughs> falling asleep. You know okay. what I mean? But she definitely delivers you a good soulful bass line, and it's it's rhythmic. Okay. And it makes you feel. Okay. I've never heard of her before, but no. that sounds definitely, you definitely interesting. Check her out. Do you know where she's from? Or? Yeah, she's from Toronto. Okay. Shout out to the six. Signed to her own label. That's what's happening. Right. I'm like Drake absorbed. Like. <laughs> So my uh, dropper flop for this week is an artist from D.C. Her name is Masina. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, it's so. M-U-H-S-I-N-A-H. Um, she's pretty dope. She's like a... It's, I guess, kind of like poppy, like sometimes jazzy, indie-sounding uh R&B influenced stuff. I don't know how to describe it, but I always I say some like long shit like that, mean? man. I wish I could just say it in like short words. I don't know when, um, but yeah, pretty much it's that. She uh, has a lot of. She actually has an album out for every um, month of this year, or not an album, but like a little mixtape, and it has like each has like its own theme and a really cool cover. Um, I first heard. I think my favorite with her was uh, "Cut Off," um, but. I would definitely recommend checking out all her stuff. It's not hard to listen to because it's broken up into really bitty small pieces, which I feel like is pretty smart, you know? Respect. Yeah. I'm going to listen to her because I have not listened to her. She's um, Grammy-nominated, like... I guess, because she's, like, I guess, ri- like worked with other people in the industry before. Um, Respect. Respect. But uh, it sounds like, I don't know, I feel like she went to jazz school or whatever. Um, oh, excuse me. She went to Howard. Um, so there is obviously why Bad she's bitch. excellent. Um, but yeah, I think she's dope. Check her out. Messina. Definitely do. You know, just Google, I guess. Blunt or bougie. And uh, now it's time for Blunt or Bougie. And this is 
this week we're going to be talking about uh, really what it means to be an ally. How do you advocate for someone when you who's really show out for you? When you yes. want to show out, how do you come correct? That is a question that I feel like everyone has because we all, and by all, those of us who are quote-unquote woke, I guess, are people who are like, yo, I see it for you. Yeah. I see the oppression. I see the struggle. Let's let's do this together. And I feel like this is where uh, this is where we want to be in a space where you're like, hey, as a group of people who are both being ostracized by the majority, how do you think we should best collaborate to come out and help top? each other? Exactly, and mutually benefit off of each other's platforms. Let's do this shit. Right. I feel like that's a serious. A very serious issue. Yeah. And I guess also kind of just like how, I don't know, I wonder sometimes like how do we help sometimes when we're unintentional. Like, I think a lot of things people do that are harmful, that is harmful, is often unintentional. I think people don't even just like realize the impact that they have. And so like, how do we work on that, you know? So, so we're gonna open this up. Yeah, we have a cat. Speak on it. Yo, it's so hard to be quiet when Um, you know. I just want to like jump in. (laughs) Um, All right, what's the question? So I guess let's start with like (laughs) the last thing we were talking about a little bit. Um, Young Thug. I all right. Young Thug was definitely. um, A lot of people are saying that like what he's doing. What we don't. We're not clear with like on what his sexuality is. He definitely is bending it, you know, like definitely changing, definitely trying it, you know, like definitely testing the limits of like what we consider like a cis straight black male to be, who's a mm-hmm. rapper who raps the way he does. Yeah. And so, like I've been reading, you know, some people are saying like he's been using language in his music that's violent sometimes towards the gay community. A lot of times the music, the words. Someone said that the same words that you would hear, you know, young thug. like uh, right before maybe you were killed. So here's the thing about Young Thug and kind of like the sentiment of how people feel about appropriation. It's one thing to steal from the rich. It's another thing to steal from the poor. And a lot of times in communities and the thing with cultural appropriation is that you know, it's one thing when society is good and, you know, you're doing well in life or da-da-da, and it's another thing to come from a marginalized group and or a group in poverty and then create something. Right. So back to Young Thug, you know, cool, you're spreading awareness, but do you know about the community that is marginalized? Are you willing to take the stand that that community I don't takes. see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't see it. So if it's just me, when he goes on stage and they ask him about what his like, LGBT stances are, he's not like, oh yeah, that's what I'm repping for. He's just like, yeah, this is how I want to dress. And I'm like, I doubt right. that he's even so going to get asked right. that. I doubt, he's, I doubt he even like, you know? I would be surprised if he even answered that question anywhere, to be honest, right now. Especially not, in hip hop? I don't think that's what he's doing it for. I think that's just how yeah. he sees fashion. Like, he's like, Do you think it's, this is what I think is fashionable, this is how I want to dress. Do you think he, there's anything about 
about maybe how shocking it is to have a like there's some capital like maybe capitalizing a little bit on how shocking it is for him to be this way I um I'm gonna tell you about this icon named RuPaul yeah <laughs> okay and Ru has been you know since work you know First like Ru has been in this game for a minute and what Ru has done for the community you know, and I'm I'm not, and it's not even necessarily my community, cause I'm, you know, I'm I'm on the female side, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. However, like people who have been continuously pushing the boundary, yeah, and then this guy comes and he gets all the credit for it, yeah. And it's like you got like that's like the LGBTQ Oprah. A lot of people are calling him like the first rapper to really do this and yeah. whatever. I, I hope he I didn't is. just say it now. I don't think he is because there are so many like gay rappers who are out wrong. and who have been doing this do for a very long time. Do not get me wrong. There are a lot of you know? gay rappers who are. And out. it's kind of like I can see and how it might look true. away, you know, when you see this dude getting the credit for it because he on top of and the reason let's be real that it's come this far or at least from the way it looks like to me and I, I've been reading it's this um, article uh, by uh, Miles Johnson in um, Affinity uh, Magazine I've read some of his stuff it's pretty good um, but he like kind of talked about how like it's as if he's capitalizing off also being like a like the lyrics are often very very cisgender like hyper masculine yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean and mm-hmm. a lot of the language is not necessarily well, when um, language things, that not helps the community you know Precisely. yeah and so but part of the reason that we've accepted this is because he it's like this like uh, polar opposite that like, he like kind of embodies like well, this person this also being able to wear a dress but then still saying oh well his girlfriend you know doesn't really here's where doesn't it gets really tricky care. like heterosexual kind of normative you know kind of. like grateful for the conversation grateful thank you for bringing this conversation forward and let's i'm gonna give you some feedback from someone who is proudly in the lgbtq community like you asked me my sexuality and i'm like yeah i love women um maybe i'd be into a guy i'm a solid four on the kinsey but i love women i love everything about them you will find me talking about women i could tell you like my favorite type i'm like so gay (laughs) all right and i got nothing about that so come okay cool but you know that's what i'm saying are you ready for that because that's what it means when you put on that dress like you are you know, you're either gonna slap in the face the people who have come before you continuously pushing for these communities to be accepted, or you're gonna be that dude who's there for publicity. Yeah. And good for you, but we know in your lyrics. Yeah. We know. We know if you're if you feel confused and like sexuality is an important conversation. We need to bring that forward. So if you're gonna play this gender fluid card, then my dude, then you better be ready to understand what that means yeah because first of all you're black and then now you're going to speak to another community that has been like at the effect of so much hate preach so you're the role model whether you like it or not so come correct because people will model after you and i'm gonna have to like pray for your good karma yeah and i guess it goes the same I think imagine that he is someone who believes like he is like in the back of his head doing something that's good 
right? And that he actually doesn't have hatred in his heart. Like, he, let's say he wants the gay community to win fueled. in his head. I'm very fueled about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm very I protective like, over my community. As, as you should be. Yeah. And I think, I imagine someone who feels that way because I think that a lot of times people who do think that, people think that they are helping when they're not sometimes. And people think that they um, have good, like, they'll have good intentions and do really harmful shit. And I think people that, like, want to feel productive, and I think that in people feeling productive, they have to be doing something that they feel like has an end goal yeah. and that has a a certain, to a certain extent, unlimited but yet very limited amount of, you know, probable, well, probable outcomes. Yeah. And I think that that's why when it comes to actually being someone <laughs> who, in general, is seen as I'm minority. It's yeah. difficult because it's not something that has an isolated amount of time attached to it. It's something that you are every day. Well, yeah. Here's what I'll give to Young Thug because, as I mentioned, I'm grateful for the conversation. And that comes with art. Yeah. That comes with the statement of your art. So it's also tricky, man, because then you have these people who are just like really creative and they're able to put something together in a way that other people can't see it. So. Man, you know, I just hope, I just hope this this really just brings positivity to the to the community. Yeah, you know, I think um, one of the things um, that I kind of was thinking about was uh, like I've read a little bit about people getting on uh, Kiki Palmer um, because she's been using uh, the gaggers and all of her Snapchat videos. Yeah. It's just like kind of like almost a thing that she, it almost says, it looks like that she's like, to me. I'm like uh, trademarking doing? it or almost like the gag is almost every one of her videos. And like, um, I guess the, the, like it does come from, I've, I have heard it from black gay men first, to be honest. So like the idea is that she is now appropriating this because when, like using it and try. I guess she was on Seth Rogen or Seth Meyers. I'm getting this. Stuff I wrong. can't I remember either. Somebody's show, somebody's late night show, y'all. Uh, she or was Jimmy on that Fallon's. show and uh, she was kind of explaining it and she didn't like it. Or, well, she, it was just ridiculous. No, yeah, she was explaining it, but she was explaining it and she was mocking it in the same in the same vein. And I was just really? like, listen, 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 listen. Wow, you need to chill because at the end of the day. He took it as mocking Linda, it? Linda, Linda, honey. Yeah, she was mocking it as well as trying to explain it. And I was like, well, like, she sounded as though someone who didn't understand why someone would be offended by her <laughs> consistent use of it. And I was like, you sound like that person you don't want to sound like. I'm telling yeah. you, watch, like watch Drag Race. Watch Drag Race and see, like, how much comes from the lgbtq yeah, community you'll see where it comes from first well right? now it's like lgbtqqiaapp wow really <laughs> yeah it's all like, real... um it's expanding yeah you know, definitely as first. we further the combo but have you i guess i feel like this is something that people she could have done i wouldn't be i wouldn't guess that kiki palmer is someone who hates gay people or who and that doesn't mean anything because like you don't get a cookie for not hating people but like um i wouldn't imagine that she's someone who like it would be nice. like is against like queer rights or i would hope not anyway it doesn't i feel like you kind of have to be an asshole to be like that and i don't sense that she's like a complete asshole so this is something that you could do without even realizing it right this you know, is, you, have, one of those you things have to learn. You, yeah, you have to be open to learning. That's There's really so the many thing. things I have to learn, you yeah. know, and I think that's where we are as, like, 
humanity. Like we're learning that it's not black and white anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not like black you know, white. You're not it's, either. It's like, oh no, you could good. you could be black and homophobic, or you could be, um, you know, uh, uh, like a white transgendered female and be racist. Yeah. You know, like there's there's these conversations of intersection and, you know, the differences. So I still have to learn. You kidding me? I have yeah. so much I have to learn, and it starts with conversation. It starts with awareness. Yeah. It definitely starts with awareness. I feel like, as far as. I, Being I, an ally in general, you have to be someone who's willing to accept that you contribute to the cause, but that you may not have the personal experience. And, and that's you know, fine, because at the end of the day, you, you are still contributing to the cause. And I yeah. feel like... As far as being aware goes, if you are aware of your position within the cause, you understand your limits and your restraints. You know, what I'm you know I think about this a little bit because we were talking about this. We were just at Afropunk a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was really cool. Shout out to everyone we saw there. It was really nice. Um, but you know, while we were there, like I'm Nigerian and Cameroonian, my cousin was there with me, um, and one of the things that people did there, like everyone was in like something like. Ankara or like you know some some type of like uh, like a kente or you know everybody had a dashiki on and I thought that and honestly like I don't really think a lot of it excuse me Whew. I don't really think a lot of it when I um, see that like usually like I don't I don't necessarily assume that the person I know that people sometimes wear these things like this is part of like seeing this more often as part of us becoming I think um, or seeing black people wear like different uh, cloth like this is part of us becoming more like aware of I think who we are and like knowing now that we like we read more now I think that we know a little better like where we're from and I think that sometimes like this is a way to connect with that mm. and so like I as growing up in America I can kind of see that but I do also understand um, like the reaction from sometimes like African people who have grown up here and who were made fun of for their accents and stuff back like 10 or 15 years ago when it wasn't cool to be like out in like you know head wraps and all that type of stuff right, right. you know like and uh now growing up and feeling resentful when they see that because feeling like you're just wearing it for fashion or feeling like it's not like do you really get it you know and i understand that to some extent um That's and so i guess it's kind though. of like a thing of like yeah. how i think that if people and i've talked to people about this and it seems to be like, and this is not like, you know, the same thing as like young thung wearing a dress, but I think it's like, at least this is like the lens that I can view it through a bit. Um, like, it's, I, people I've talked to, like, they say that like if they knew that the people who are wearing those clothes were doing this in an honest attempt to like reconnect with who they are, and not just because it's cool now, mm. um, that they wouldn't feel a way, but they don't feel like that's what's happening. Um, I think that that is what's happening, but I, um, I do think that like it's something to like a question of how much are you, how much do you really like care about what you're what you're presenting right now? You know what I mean? How much do you really like do you care about like where you're from? How like how much are you really an ally? Mm. I feel like that's the question. Do I have I have parts where I'm not an ally, you know? Like my my parents, like, my father's from Ecuador, my mother's from Puerto Rico. They had a completely different life than I had. And, like, mm. I have a completely different life than, you know, my cousins in Ecuador. And, you know, I have to check myself all the time. And 
you know, there's so many places where I still have to learn about my privilege. Yeah. Um, you know, and being an ally, it's like, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, you're gonna You're going to mess up. You're going to say something like, And you have to be open to that. Like, you know that's not... You, you know, have to be not, open to like, that because honest to God, like, all right, I'm African-American. So at the end of the day, like where I am prioritized on this totem pole is pretty low, I think. But at the end of the day, <laughs> your awareness to the cause or to what is happening to people like me is yeah. so prevalent that I, there's yeah. no way you can deny it. So at this point, I've kind of lost my patience with people who don't get it because at the end of the day, I'm like, this is this is black and white you know what i'm saying i'm like it is as though because you are black you are not white you know what i'm saying and this is crazy because when you look at the facts when you look at the statistics when you look at everything else when you see the videos you don't get the sense you feel like a sense of urgency (laughs) you should feel wrong something seems askew yeah. yeah, in the picture, and I'm, I'm like, like at that at that point in time, when your stomach goes, I don't know, you know what I mean? I feel like that's when you know, a your awareness is being heightened, but b that you need to know more. Yeah, because obviously there is something amiss, and you should find out what it is, because only you and a few other people, right, are going to be able to really evoke change. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to do it. Well, I know for. Something that really opened my eyes to Black Lives Matter and really just everything that's going on in this country with the shootings and the injustice. Shout out to Doreen Netta. You know, Orlando opened that up for me because, you know, when you're when you're LGBTQ, people you're, you have no idea why people can hate you so much, you know, like, oh, because your religion tells you to hate me. Okay, great. Yeah. You know, you got to live with that every single day. There are closets and, you know, people are in there. And <laughs> I woke up in Orlando happened. Like I woke up to a text like, yo, like 49 people, Orlando. And I was like, what, what is going on? And that hurt me. Yeah. Like I felt like, oh man, like it is 2016 and we still are we're still we still hate on people this way and you know we hate gay people we hate anything that has a a difference to what we are taught is okay right and then i went through that and it was a hard week like like people not even people not even aware that what was the worst no that that was the worst shooting right like the, mm-hmm. you know yeah. mm-hmm. just happened like you know hey let's get let's get coffee you know like no idea and that that hit me because yeah. i was like wow That's, yeah. like this is it's not crazy. this is not in your this is not in your focal point point. Yeah. and then there was a shooting that immediately happened and i hit up nat because i was like and i was like wow and it really hit me i was like okay i'm feeling this now and not to take away from what i'm feeling but the black community goes through this like once a week. Yeah, respect. <laughs> and that opened my eyes respect, up, and bro. I and it really made me hungry, and it really made me vocal. Yeah, you know, and like I I look towards the black community for leadership now because knowing that this community has been through centuries of oppression and 
2016 still fighting i yeah. was like yeah like that's no, leadership I to ask that's, you. that's no. leadership i had i had texted you... you just to check in because it's the other time when some shit had happened in the black lives matters you know what i mean community you had checked in too and i feel like what what the exchange is is like you realize as an ally that you need to check in with these people mm-hmm. yeah. who are literally mm-hmm. probably getting rocked who are, who walk into work read the news and they're like shook so as fuck with what you were saying yeah. i think before boiling their blood right now like and you don't understand at all you don't question the day for them at all and i think that that's something that you can't ever take away from a minority person is that you will check in because you understand yeah, what it's like to go into yeah. work and realize that a church was shot up yeah, so, and going yeah. back to like what you were, were saying black. before, like, like about I guess how um, you were saying like you are at a point now, like where you don't have patience, like to mm-hmm. like really yeah. talk to people, I guess who None don't get it to, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like to what extent do you believe that your friends have to be like woke? Ner- yeah, to the I almost extent, kind of like hate hate that like now because I feel like it's almost woke has turned into like woke Olympics. Like it's like the it's almost like anti. Mm-hmm. I feel like woke, woke can woke be Olympics. like yeah. I, agree. I, agree. I don't know. Like, but regardless, like to what extent do you have to your friends have to like sympathize yeah, with it's your? It's a necessity. Yeah. It's just it's all up to the person to how much they're willing to deal with. Mm-hmm. How much how much casual racism can you put up with at work? How yeah. much, you know, gay jokes can you tolerate? Right, you know, right. I think it's a necessity for everyone. It's going to be up to us to push the comfort zone. Yeah. And actually talk to people instead of, like, the, ignoring it. Because you're not yeah, doing them any favors. Because, like, the, the truth is, like, I need a lot of friends to just cut their shit out. Yeah. I just don't have the balls to say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. I you know, you like, that. everybody knows some people who, like, really need to get it together. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah. like, all right. Right. Lord, like, <laughs> we're borderline about to cut off. So, you know? yeah. We sit but, here, we pray for you, girl. You know, yeah. like, I guess if, like, it's an impromptu list, you know, step one, being a good ally, check in. Yeah. <laughs> know that, that something huge just happened for this community. And then step two, Listen. Listen. <laughs> you know, don't say anything. Shut up. This is not your space to speak. Yeah. Not at least not with authority. <laughs> and don't even say I understand because you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess this is not your don't. like. It's not necessarily to speak with authority or to be like, well, you know, here's my like. I think what we should do. Is right. There's no rebuttal. Sometimes it's better to just to, like listen and try to understand and not like assume that you automatically can relate. Um, I thought like about uh a bit like just about like the whole thing of having people around you having to be like allies to some extent and i think that that's true definitely is i've like now the way i am now compared to the way i was at 18 mm-hmm. i don't think i could have you know i'm not as like open to teaching people anymore you know mm. um but i do think that like you know like now like i do believe that as more people are learning um, and as more people are starting to, like, understand why certain, like, not just understand the need for, like, justice for black people and for LGBTQ community and for, you know, whatever else group, but, like, understand that those things intersect. Um, and the more that I think you understand, like, the more I feel like you know that, like, it benefits all of us for the least viewed of us to do the best, 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like the and I think that sometimes is why like you were saying like people look to the black community because I think that like every time the black community has been able to pro- progress, it has benefited other groups. Like you know at it's least in America, absolutely. you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that like happens every like we just we see it happen in history, and so like um, to that extent like there is something to be said for all of us being able to I think lean on each other. Yeah not like you know and everybody benefit each other and not focus just on what can I do for me and my community and the things that affect me but also knowing that that can help yeah how can that benefit that the next in a position person of that power I can't relate to, to affect multiple ethnic and or Man. racial and yeah. or gender groups it doesn't matter what it is you should because you know how it feels and you know what it is to be discriminated against and that is all you need to know because i'm like there's at no point in time where you didn't deserve everything you wanted and didn't get such because of your race gender creed religion none of it so if you are someone who stands for any of any of those verticals i feel like you stand for all Mm-hmm. Because none of us deserve to get treated like second-class citizens. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. where I feel like you have to take, again, a strong stance on being aware that if you are in a place of privilege, it is your rightful duty. Yeah, duty. To not stand just up like and say something. The thing that you pat yourself, like the volunteer work you do. It's you like, have should the be platform. a thing that you do. You and, have the space. And you I have think the that, microphone. Like, you have the field. You have the court. You have everything. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes, like, I'm, I can, well, I can be sometimes, like, pretty painfully optimistic, but I really do see... I do think that we are smarter than we were like 10 years ago. Like I think that we are starting to learn a lot more from each other. I think that's part of the power of like us being able, being so connected with yeah. technology right now is that we can learn from each other with like but, quickness. Um, and I think that like there's something to say about like, you know how we were talking about earlier with whether or not this is cool, like whether or not you're doing, whether or not this is cool or trendy right now, I think that it doesn't matter as much that yeah, it should be cool and trendy for you to be able to say something and not just be quiet it should be you should be called out if you're quiet and people think that you're being that way for you know your own gain well these are these are crucial times if you're a sensitive person if you can feel the energy these are like crucial and it's going to take an amount of bravery and our technology is outpacing our spiritual growth. And we do have to keep an eye on that because we, yes, we are connected and yes, we are, you know, looking into ourselves more. But, you know, I do have a genuine concern that we're just not at the speed of what we produce in the world. And like, we're starting to make technology in our reflection and the reflection of man is, needs a lot of work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I guess, like, are you saying, like, that there, it may not be, like, the benefit of us all learning from each other? I think, I think like... sometimes, I think right now what we need are people who are willing to just speak out, you know? And yeah. back to Young Thug, maybe, maybe he's that person, too. You know, yeah. it's like a crazy conversation. Maybe he is. Maybe, you know, some people who's just like, I don't care what you think. I don't care what the critic thinks. I don't care what you think. I'm just going to do whatever I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're going to have to deal with it. So, yeah, I think if we're that, I think we're there. Like, I come out every day. I'm gender nonconforming, you know? Yeah. So every time people see me, they all they already have to deal with me being gay. Yeah. If you take anything away from what we're saying, it is this. 
Read. <laughs> Word. Read. Yeah. Read. Just okay. just put yourself out there. Just let Google. yourself go. Make mistakes. Yeah. Read everything. And I guess uh, really like we were saying too, be open to I guess making a mistake. Learn like, really. through experience. Right. That's the best thing I can say. And then Learn go through out experience. And have experiences. Exactly. Read right. and go out and have experiences. Like and I a, think that'll teach you a lot of life's lessons. Yeah. All right. I guess that wraps up Blunder Bougie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. See I you guess, guys see next, you next time. week. Yeah. All right. Bye.